Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Zenobia Bailey, and we are here with another episode episode, excuse me, of Living Well. Dr. Stephanie Wu is our guest today. Dr. Wu is the founder of Cairo Concept, which is located in Bellevue, Washington. She is a pain recovery chiropractor with a specialty in knee, chest, upper cervical procedures. I'm going to ask Dr. Wu to pick it up here and just tell us a little bit about what all of that means and how it was that she decided to devote her study and resources to chiropractic uh, rather than another field, particularly since she is not only decorated with so much experience uh, in the chiropractic field, but she's also an MBA. Good afternoon, Dr. Wu, and welcome. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you very much, Zenobia, for having me. I am truly honored to be a part of your blog. Oh, absolutely. I, 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 I'm the one who's honored. I Thank you so much. I know you are a very busy physician, and yet you've taken the time to, to come on the show and share uh, <clears throat> some of your insight and recommendations possibly regarding chiropractic. So, Again, let's just talk a little bit about what it means to be a pain recovery chiropractor. What what does that entail? When I say that to the audience, <clears throat> what am I telling them? Okay. Well, I guess the best way for me to describe that is my own personal experience. Now, go back a, a several, you know, couple couple years, not too many. Um, about how I began my journey with chiropractic. I was studying at the University of Washington for my undergraduate degree in uh, biochemistry to become a pre-dental, to be a pre-dental major. I unfortunately injured my back when I was 21 years old and went to the neurologist and to the spinal orthopedist, and they gave me Percocet and Vicodin Mm. and Tylenol-3 for the pain. And I was taking the pain meds, and I was diligent because I was very very allopathic in my mindset. If I had a problem, I would go to the medical doctors, and they would give me a prescription, and that would take care of my pain. And um, that was my whole life. I, For any pain or ailment I had, I had a potion or a pill that would relieve it. Um, it got to the point so that the pain was so bad that I was not able to stand up. I wasn't able to walk. I wasn't able to go to school. I didn't. Uh, I actually did not go to work, and uh, it was one day that I called into work, and I said, you know, I think I should come into work. I've been gone for two weeks. And uh, the manager actually told me, um, you know, Stephanie, you've been gone for two months. And I said, whoa, that's very interesting, because in my mind, my perception was that I was only gone for at most two weeks. Then I realized that there was something that, that, that needed to be done because the pain was unrelenting, and it didn't stop. So by chance, one of my girlfriends um, took me to her chiropractor in Green Lake, Washington, uh, Dr. Barry Gerdrum. And after, I remember crawling out of her car 
and on my hands and knees crossing the sidewalk into his office. And there were two other doctors that were trying to help um, get me into the table, into his office, and uh, he finally did. He did some work on me, and after a week of treatment, I was actually able to stand up straight. Um, I had scheduled a spinal surgery the week after I had gone to see the chiropractor, and at the age of 21, the medical doctor said it would actually be a 25% of 25% chance that I would actually be able to recover at 100%. And that was when I was 21, and I was fairly active. I played golf, I played basketball, soccer, and um, ran. So those kinds of things he informed me I would probably not be able to continue to do. And that, to me, was a deal breaker. So my last resort was to follow my um, girlfriend's advice and visit her chiropractor. And um, at the time, I was intrigued because typically I would always go to the medical profession and and they would have a solution for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, for this time, they said it was in my head and that the pain was a fixation of what I was alluding it to be, that the pain was actually not there because on x-ray there was nothing that was shown. On MRI there was possibly a pinched nerve. What they had missed was that I had um, three herniated discs that were compressing my nerve of my my sciatic on the right side. And um, as soon as the pressure was taken off of that nerve, the body was able to heal. And I was able to get the communication from my brain to the rest of my body so that things were facilitating in the way that it should. And therefore, I didn't have any pain at that time. So I was, you know, off of the medication and diligently went to my chiropractic adjustments and um, continued to go um, until I was fully recovered. And, you know, by chance, Dr. Jordan had said, you know, Stephanie, you would actually make a great case for a chiropractic practitioner. (laughs) And I said, that's really funny. And this (laughs) was when I was halfway through my uh, master's program. And... um, Interestingly enough, I actually had a change of heart, and I changed um, completely and finished my master's degree and then went on to uh, get my chiropractic profession, uh, degree in uh, Hayward, California at LifeWest, and here I am. Well, I am certainly glad that that is – I'm not glad, obviously, for your um, personal experience with pain. However, I am very glad that you are – um, a chiropractor and such a successful one, and not only monetarily, that's not what I mean, but in terms of the results that you achieve, I being one of your patients know full well um, of your expertise, and I'm just so very glad to have you in my life as well as on the show. Now, oh. some of the things that you were describing, would we, uh, is that what the profession means in in part anyway by subluxation? Yes, that's correct. So subluxation is a misalignment of the spinal vertebral columns. We have anywhere from 24 to 25 vertebras, depending on the person and depending on any anomalies that could happen. Um, Typically, a person will have 24 vertebral uh, bones in their spinal column. And a complete dislocation is when the spine completely is severed. But a subluxation is just a misalignment of the spinal vertebral column. And the misalignment of the vertebral column can cause pressure on a nerve, and that pressure communicates, or sorry, the um, the nerves communicate from the brain to the rest of the body. So every vertebral column that we have, there are two spinal nerves that come out, the right and the left side. So for me, from for instance, my right side, the L4, L3, L4, L5, 
were compressed. And so those vertebrae were clamping down on the um, the nerves. And I had disc bulges, which were protruding into my spinal column. And that was causing the discomfort and the pain that people sometimes exude when you have sciatica. And so what needed to happen was the pressure needed to be taken off of the nerve so that the body can communicate and heal faster. So that's pretty much what a subluxation is. Um, Normal function of the brain is when all coordinating bodies um, supply the brain to the rest of the tissue. And when it's communicating freely of any interference, your body will be able to function and work properly. So if somebody got um, got a cold or got got a flu, they and their body was operating optimally, their body would be able to fight off that illness or that ailment a lot quicker than somebody who had a lot of subluxations or or interference from their brain to the rest of the body and tissues. Um, and so that's kind of what brain and body the brain and body and how they um, interact and are correlated together. If you can imagine a safety pin, if you close a safety pin, the loop is complete. But if you open the safety pin, the loop is incomplete, and the interference then happens where the, the safety pin is open. So the brain can tell the body, hey, I need you to send some receptors down there to mask the pain, mask the pain, mask the pain. But since mm-hmm. the safety pin is open, the, the signal never gets to the part of the body where the pain is, and so it constantly is firing back up to the to the brain. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Nobody likes to be in pain, so what do we do? We take Tylenol. We take Advil. We take ibuprofen. We take Vicodin, Percocet, Oxycodone, because that's what's going to alleviate the pain. But what people don't understand is our body doesn't produce those types of things, and so it's an outside source that is input into our body. Our body was made dynamically so that we are able to heal naturally on its own. When you get a cut, you don't tell your body or you don't tell yourself, send the platelets there to clot the blood so that we don't bleed out. No, it just happens automatically. So it's the same thing with um, our pain. Nobody likes to be in pain. so. Mm -hmm. So is it, as I hear you speak, um, most of us, well, I shouldn't say most of us because I don't know that to be a fact. I know most of the people that I chat with and even myself, I always seem to have a negative view of chiropractors until I got in pain. And my pain came from my last pregnancy wherein I was carrying my daughter basically in my back and it was just unbearable. So I went gingerly to the chiropractor and asked if he would start me off. Because you hear all these tales about, you know, how they crack you and et cetera, Mm. and even though the result might be a crack, it's not what people typically explain to you. So I was a little nervous, and he knew I was nervous. So I asked him if he would start off with a gentle touch, and he did that. And so maybe some of the listeners, if you are holding back, maybe that's, that maybe that's a, an approach that you could use as well. But what I want to ask uh, more specifically is would it not be better for us, uh, because the vertebrae is so important to the in, entire function of our body, would it not be better for us to visit the chiropractor prior to pain? Absolutely. So there's a new paradigm that's switched from allopathic to holistic, and a lot of people may know a couple of the buzz, buzzwords 
one being preventative medicine, um, which is absolutely true. You will obviously want to prevent something before happening in order that you're able to, um, if it does happen, that you're able to actively find a solution to solve the ailment. So coming in to get adjusted regularly or even checking your nervous system to make sure the nervous system is functioning correctly is a perfect way to to see how your body is functioning. I mean, there are times, and you know this very well, that I might not actually do any chest adjustment because the nervous system is functioning correctly, even though you might feel, quote, unquote, off a little bit. Those are things that happen um, that are minor biomechanical um, subluxations in the spine, but the nervous system itself could be functioning functioning at 100% and optimally for your body. And everybody has a different optimal functionality of their nervous system. Okay, okay. Now, you mentioned the immune system. Could you talk a little bit more or at least maybe bring out some of the points that you've already made um, in terms of how interrelated the immune system is to um, the spinal or to the spine or to the... I don't know. Help me out. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Your overall health. So the nervous system is what functions and gives us, quote, unquote, life in our body. If we didn't have a nervous system, we would probably not be able to function very well. Um, I'll give you a prime example. An example would be uh, Christopher Reeves, Superman, if anybody of you remember him. He was doing phenomenal. He was very fit. He was riding his horse one day. He fell off and broke one bone in his whole spine, and it was the very first vertebra. It caused so much inflammation in that area um, that all processes from his neck down didn't work. It shut down. His whole system stopped, and he was on a ventilator to breathe. He had to – he was paralyzed just from that one – Jefferson burst fracture of his first vertebral column. So in essence, you can kind of say that his nervous system wasn't functioning at his optimal at that moment because there was an outside force that produced him to have less communication from his from his brain to the rest of his body. Now, in saying that, that was an excellent you know, Yes, and, you know, we, we take for granted the amount of things that can happen, and we're talking a very minute, small subluxation, which is extremely small. But on Christopher Reeve's scale, that is a complete opposite. It's 180. But if you can take it, for example, a 0.5% chance of a subluxation in your cervical spine, and then say Christopher Reeve's was 100%, somewhere in the middle, you're going to have a subluxation that puts pressure on a nerve that goes to a part of your organ, and it can exude in maybe acid reflux. It can exude in GERD. It can exude in constipation, acne, eczema, psoriasis. All kinds of different things can actually happen from a small subluxation on a nerve that goes to one coordinating part of your body. So what do the doctors do? They give you... I find it so amazing, this this body of ours. I want to jump into this topic of the topic that we, I mean, we've been talking about it, but I want you to address the big idea after we come back from a very short commercial break. Okay? Sure. Sure. Absolutely.
Okay. Uh, before we do that, before we um, you before you actually address the big idea, would you just give um, our listeners your address and um, whatever else you'd like to say at this point? Oh, absolutely. Um, so my office is called Chiropractic Concept of Bellevue. It is located at one nine zero zero. 116th Avenue Northeast, Suite 200. That's in Bellevue, Washington, 98004. My office telephone number is 425-243-7966. And a website I can be reached at is www.chiroconcepts.com. That's C-H-I-R-O. C O N C E P T dot com. Um and anybody can obviously email me or um read my information on my website and contact me at any time. Oh, that's excellent. And audience, I just want you to know she has wonderful literature, so please feel free to contact her, whether you're in the um the area, the region or not, um I'm sure she'll get back to you with whatever your request might be. Okay, Dr. Wu, um, what is this big idea relative to our bodies? Yes, absolutely. So the big idea is typically what we've been talking about um, in the past several minutes. Um, You want to be able to keep your nerve, uh, sorry, excuse me, you want to be able to keep your vertebral column free of interference. Interference being a mild subluxation or misalignment of any vertebra on top or below of the one above or below it. You don't want to have an impingement on the spinal columns. You don't want to have an impingement of the spinal nerves, um, thereby producing an an irritation to the end of that nerve, which could be tissue or organ. Um, And so a way that we do that is by checking the nervous system. And I check mine with a um, titron unit, which is a thermographic unit to see what's going on with the nervous system. And then we we do some specific adjusting. Um, if a person doesn't like to be adjusted manually with manual manipulations where they hear the cracking noise, like you're cracking your knuckles, there's an array of, of techniques that we can use that are soft and gentle. We have drop table. There's Thompson drop. There's activator protocol. There are um, SOT blockings that you can do. So there's just an array. It's, everybody's a little different, and not everybody likes the same thing. So... Uh, Basically, the big idea is just to keep your uh, nervous system free of any interference and get your body back to optimal health. And actually, an example comes to mind, and I'll I'll make this quick. But if you're hiking and you're a pretty competitive person and you are competing with your friends to do this 10-mile hike and the person that wins gets a free lunch and you're very hungry that day and you want to have that free lunch, so you start walking and you start walking very briskly. And all of a sudden, you start to feel that there's a pebble in your uh, in your shoe. But you're mm-hmm. like, it's okay. I'm determined. I'm going to get to the end of this 10-mile hike, and I'm going to I'm going to be successful in winning. And then, you know, you slowly start to compensate how you're walking. You don't want to put any pressure on that part where the the um, the pebble is. So you start to wiggle your your foot a little bit. You start to walk on the inside because the pebble is now on the inside of your shoe. It starts to migrate to the opposite side. So you start to put pressure on the opposite side of your foot, and now your body is starting to 
become a little bit misaligned. The faster you walk, the more you start to feel there's a blister. There's a blister on your toe. So now you're starting to walk on the outside of your of your foot. As you start to increase speed, it starts to get a little more painful, a little more painful, a little more painful. So you start to slow down a little bit. You're not walking as brisk, as fast. You get passed up by one of your friends, but that's okay. You're going to be able to catch up in the end. You keep walking. You keep walking. You keep getting the pain. You start to compensate even more. By the time you end, you're the last person to get to the end. All your friends have already beat you. Why? Because of that one pebble in your shoe that caused irritation. And because you didn't take the the few seconds in the beginning to remove that pebble, everything else, started to hurt, your ankle started to hurt, your knees started to hurt, your hips started to hurt, your lower back hurts now, your upper back hurts, and because of all this pain, now you have a headache. So in the end, prevention does help. When you remove that pebble from your shoe before you started a 10-mile hike, you probably would have been a little bit more successful in the end. And that's basically what we're, we're, we're striving to do is, you know, when you're little, you're not going to, you're going to be able to bounce back, and, and you're very resilient in in how you um, heal. So if a little kid fell and got up, things wouldn't be so bad. But over time, if you continually fell, bounced back, didn't get any correction from your from your uh, spinal column, one day, say somebody gets into a car accident, boom, they get hit from behind. Well, your spine has already been minorly impinged, and now it's completely impinged. So what happens? You start to get low back pain. You start to get sciatic issues. I've never had sciatic issues before. I've never had low back pain before my car accident. So going back to your question, does prevention help? Absolutely. Absolutely. That was an excellent, excellent example, too. Thank you for sharing that. That was very visual, and um, I appreciate that. Um, I want to address for the few moments that we have <clears throat> Some of the things that, well, first of all, before we leave any of that, do you want to say anything else about specifically about um, chiropractic or is there something that I didn't ask you that you would like to share with the audience at this moment? You know, I, I would say not every chiropractor is for everyone. Find a chiropractor that you like, you love, and that will be dedicated to your care. Oh, because you certainly glad to hear... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh. oh, sorry. So it's sad to hear people come, sometimes coming into my office and saying, you know, I had a chiropractor that just, you know, didn't didn't listen to me. They didn't hear me. My pain was in my back, yet they're doing something else, somewhere else. That just doesn't make me feel good. So find a chiropractor that you really trust, that you really like, that you can really um, build a quote-unquote health relationship with because that person is going to be your health facilitator. Not for any um, wellness caregiver, you know, whether it's a gynecologist or a dentist. That's for anyone, uh, listeners. Um, You don't have to settle. And uh, I am so glad that I took the approach that I did with my initial chiropractor just in asking him, would he please go gentle? Had he not gone Mm -hmm. gentle, I I would have left him, you know. I wouldn't have stayed. And uh, because... He was. I mean, I've lived in about seven states since that time because this was almost 30 years ago. And because mm-hmm. he was my, he was he followed what I asked of him. I have stuck with chiropractic. Now I've had 
some physicians, and I've shared that with you, Dr. Wu, that have not uh, treated me as I desired. I'm not saying that um, maybe they did not know their craft. That's up to them. I have no idea. But the interaction and the results were not what I was looking for, so I changed. And uh, Mm. so absolutely right, everyone. Please follow Dr. Wu's advice. Find someone, no matter what the area of health is, that you are comfortable with. So now um, I'd like to ask you just a little bit about, I just find it so rewarding that you work with with so many different um, uh, populations, one being children, you adjust children, and so that for sure lets us know mm-hmm. that no age, there's no age limit, is there? No, there's not. Heart chiropractic. And the other is that you um, work with abused women, and I just, I just applaud you for that, for for all of that, all that you do. Um, but I have a tender heart for abused women as well, and. Mm. Do you see, talk to us a little bit about what you see. Perhaps there's an abused woman or maybe women listening even today. What changes do you see in them as a result of chiropractic in general? Okay. So initially there's a a big trust that needs to be built. Um, And as the time goes on and as time progresses and you build that trust, Life looks like it comes back into their body. Life in their eyes, the color, their enthusiasm, their they just exude happiness. Something that I think was masked long, long ago. And yeah. as they start to come out of their shell, they start to love life again. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. That's wonderful to hear. And then I want to mention that you um, tell us what you do with the Valentine's Day Ball for the Mentally Challenged. Oh, okay, so that was something that we um, started over in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, I went to a uh, church coordinator and I asked her, what's the need that you guys have? And uh, um, Sorry, not the church coordinator, the um, stepping stones coordinator. And they said, you know, just to just to hang out with our uh, our kids. And I said, really? Okay. And so they gave me a couple of options. And, you know, movie night was one of them, but I thought there's no real interaction when you have a movie night with people. It's just, you know, you're looking at a screen and you're sitting next to somebody. So I thought, why not have fun? I like to dance. I like to have fun. We, um, uh, we got in touch with a local church over there, and uh, they were able to provide us with the space. And uh, we had limousines ready for them. We had their hairs done, their hair, and their nails done. They, um, we had a bunch of uh, a lot. The community actually came together and really put this on. Not not only me. Um, and so you know, I called my friends and my um, sorority sisters, fraternity brothers from chiropractic school, and you know, we all got dressed up, and they all got dressed up, and we had red carpet <clears throat> event for them, and they got to take pictures. They got their corsets and their, their roses. And, oh, it was just great. It was phenomenal. They had a good time. They danced all night until midnight. We crowned a king and queen <laughs> for the most enthusiastic. And, oh, it was just it was a perfect, perfect event. And to this day, they continue it um, even after I've left. And it's great. You know, the, the following year, the first year, we might have had um, 50 
people, and then after that we had 75 and 100, 125. I hear it's up to three or 400 people now every time we come in or every time a year passes. And so I think it's phenomenal and great because they're people. They're, Absolutely. They're just like Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Well, I just really thank you for all that you do. And before we leave, once again, um, you have the floor to just do whatever you'd like to do in terms of, well, in terms of whatever you'd like to do. Take it away. Oh, well, thank you so much, Zenobia. I, I would like to thank you first and foremost for the opportunity to um, just get the message out there that chiropractors aren't that scary and, you know, you can find one that will resonate with you. Um, not everybody loves one person and not everybody resonates with one type of chiropractic technique. There's an array of chiropractic techniques out techniques out there. And um interview them. Interview the chiropractors and um find one that you really like and that you'll be able to send your mom to, send your kids to, send your family <laughs> to because ultimately when you do, that's when you've you've uh, you've built that trust and that bond. Just like with you, Zenobia. Oh, absolutely. And uh, one more time for me, please, again, give your contact information. Oh, sure. The website is www.chiroconcept.com. My telephone number is 425-243-7966. Excellent. And on that note, everyone, we are going to say adieu. Thank you, Dr. Wu. Thank you, Zenobia. Bye-bye. Bye.